Welcome to the Minor Touches and Major Gifts podcast, where nonprofit leaders get the strategies and encouragement they need to see their mission fully funded. We are proud nonprofit leaders, and we refuse to leave the world as it is. Nope, we're dreaming of it as it could be. We're kicking history in its sides, and we're having fun while we're doing it. We believe that enough minor touches done with excellence results in major gifts for our mission. For the next few minutes, we hoist our sails in a voyage away from mediocrity and just as fast as the wind will move us, we are racing toward excellence and seeing our mission fully funded. I'm your host, David Oakes. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Minor Touches and Major Gifts podcast for nonprofits. I'm glad you tuned in. Hi, it's David Oaks here. Today, I'm going to give the show away to a revelation in my own life that is bearing some fruit, and I expect and hope will bear more fruit, and it has to do with this idea of being idea-rich and execution poor. This is a phrase that was said to me by one of my mentors, Mike Kim. He told me about a year ago that I was idea rich and execution poor. Now he was nice about it, but to a part of my mind that apparently was con- concretely set. It was a little bit of a jackhammer. Now I'm not sitting here today on this show telling you that all my quote concrete is totally broken up. But I've never forgotten it, and I'm here to tell you today there's hope. Now, Mike Kim was speaking to a way of thinking in my head. It's a thought process that tells me that my success will magically happen if I can just get some more ideas into my head, if I can buy one more course, if I can start listening to one more thought leader, if I just read one more book. And honestly, this is a way of thinking that keeps me small and mostly largely unsuccessful. Mike's word to me was powerful enough to begin a process inside of me, bringing me, I hope, to a new reality. And here's the truth. Here's the truth that his challenge brings to me. And it's that for all that I know, I do so little with it. (laughs) For all that I know, for all of my ideas, for all of my plans, if I don't execute, I do so little with it. I'm, I'm the product of the knowledge is power generation. We believe the knowledge is power generation. We have the belief that if we can just, if we just know enough, knowledge is powerful. And if we just can learn enough, we'll just automatically and maybe magically succeed. But here is the truth that Mike Kim and our mastermind group, and in a personal conversation with me, he challenged me to, listen, knowledge is only powerful when it's acted upon. Ideas collected by the thousands, unless acted upon, mean very little. (laughs) I'm talking to myself. I'm full of ideas. I like to believe my ideas are inspired. But unless I will act upon my ideas, they don't 
amount of hella beans, as my dad would say. Now, in one of our classes, Mike Kim was even bold enough to tell us to stop listening to so many voices. He just said, look, I'm going to be teaching you something over the next, I don't remember, number of weeks. And he said, I'm going to tell you, stop buying books. Don't buy any more courses. Stop listening to other people for the next few weeks. I'm going to challenge you. Just listen to me and do what I tell you. It really took some boldness, but he was, he was, he, as I like to say with a little humor, he hit the hail on the Ned. Yeah, you caught that, didn't you? And Carrie Oberrunner even devotes a chapter in his latest book, Unhackable, to promote a, what he calls a content restriction diet. He says, we all need to go on a, a diet, a content restriction diet. And he describes how the pursuit of, quote, more content gives the illusion of accomplishment. Oh my God, talk about hitting the nail on the net. Content, getting our pursuit of more content sometimes gives us the illusion of accomplishment. Oh my gosh, it's taken about a year for Mike's word to find any fertile ground to grow inside of my thinking processes. But I am here today to say the seed of that thought is growing there. Now, that seed is now a fledgling plant with green leaves, and it is embarrassingly exposing that I actually have an amazing bias toward in action. I don't like to say that. I don't like it. If I truly am idea rich and execution poor, then any kind of internal boasting that I have inside in the number of books I read, I've read in the last year is suddenly irrelevant. Or actually how many podcasts I listen to is suddenly trivial. Or the large amount of money that I've spent on online courses last year it's actually now totally embarrassing. Or that the multitude of thought leaders that I'm pursuing in order that I can finally arrive at this get it right before I start place, that's just a dead battery that's never going to let me start my car. (laughs) Here's what I've come to, and this is what I'm sharing today. And I wonder if it might help you too. My biggest enemy is my lack of execution. Ideas collected by the thousands, unless acted upon, they don't mean much. All my best ideas mean nothing unless I act upon them. In the end, all of my very best ideas, unless executed, they don't mean much. Now, I'm wondering if Mike is friends with Brian Morgan and Michael Lennington. They say about the same thing in their book, The 12-Week Year. I'm reading that right now. I'm going to give you a quote. You can be smart and have access to lots of information and great ideas. You can be well-connected, work hard, and have lots of natural talent. And then they say, but in the end, you have to execute. Can I give you another quote from the book? They go on to say that execution is the single greatest market market differentiator. Great companies and successful individuals execute better than their competition. The barrier standing between you and the life you're capable of living is a lack of execution. Effective execution, they say, will set you free. And then the last quote It is the path to accomplish 
the things you desire. Thank you, Brian Moran and Michael Lennington. Wow. Here it is. I don't have an idea problem. I have an execution problem. The truth is, if I just execute what I already know, I'll have the, the chances are high that I'll double, triple, who knows, quadruple my impact, maybe even my income. And then can I give you one more quote from the book, The 12 Week Year, Moran and Lennington, they say, it's not what you know, it's not even who you know. It's what you implement that counts. Ooh, pause. Selah. Think about that. Now, here's what I'm going to ask. Y'all, say a prayer for me. I absolutely must close this execution gap in my life. I'm, I'm blabbing it to the whole world. I'm telling you, maybe this is your problem too. I don't know. I can tell you it is mine. So let me give you just a few action challenges. Are you also, along with me, are you idea rich and execution poor? What are the ideas that you should have already acted upon? What are those things that honestly, they should already be done. They should be behind you. You should be enjoying the fruit of your labor, but for whatever reasons, you still haven't acted. You haven't executed. Who are those donors that you should have already called on to share your vision with? What have you been putting off that you should have already acted upon? And then when you have some answer, be honest with yourself. I've begun to journal to write these things out. You do the same. And then let me challenge you. Who can you tell? Who can you tell? Now, I'm telling the whole world on this show, but who can you sit down with and say, here's what I should have already acted upon, and I want you to ask me about it. I'm going to give you a time. Here's a timeline. In one week, I want you to call me. I want you to hold me. Help me to task. I want you to just hold me to task. (laughs) Ask me about these things. What have you done? Are you making this thing happen? Tell someone. You got to tell somebody. And then execute your plan. Just make it happen. Execute. Okay, so that's our show for today. Are you idea rich and execution poor? If you are, then join the club. But listen, don't stay there. I'm not going to stay there. Stay there. By the grace of God, I'm going to come out. And I, I hope that if this is you, hey, give me a, send me an email. Just let me know. Hey, David, you're talking to me too. I'll drop some prayers out for you too. I'll do for you what I'm doing for myself. I'll just take it to God. We can do better. Surely we can. So thank you for tuning in today. If you can, if this means anything to you, give me a five-star review on the podcast app that you use, and then uh, press the link in the show notes and check out Mike Kim. He's got a wonderful podcast go to his website hook up with him if he can have as much effect in your life as he's had on mine then you're gonna be incredible okay so thanks for tuning in until next time let me send you away with some positive affirmations david oak saying always remember we are proud nonprofit leaders on a mission to create a changed world 
It's all coming together. It's breaking our way. And because the world is a better place when we are at our best, excellence is our passionate pursuit. We are not begging. Nope, we're not pleading. We are inviting humanity to partner with Providence to see injustice become justice, to see wrongs become righted, and to leave the world we found in a better place. So until next time, this is David Oates saying, execute, act, and so long.